You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is the 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show on 610 Sports Radio. Call us at 913-576-7610 or tweet us at 610 Sports KC using hashtag AP610. Here's Mike Wicket and Editor-in-Chief at ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. It is a final from Arrowhead Stadium as the Kansas City Chiefs top the Oakland Raiders 35-3. to Number one seed in the AFC, third straight AFC West title in a little bit of history. Third and ten, Mahomes, straight drop. Stepping up and throwing long, has a man downfield, and he's got it! Demarcus Robinson! Backs his way into the end zone for the touchdown. Number 50 on the year, Patrick Mahomes throws his 50th touchdown pass in the win, we got phone lines that are open for you at 576-7610. You want to dial us up, 576-7610. You can text in at 69306 and on Twitter at Arrowhead Pride, hashtag AP610. Uh, Pete Sweeney, I mean, we kept saying it. You want it, take it. A little nervous at, at, at halftime when it was 21-3. A little kind of a weird first half, but in the second half, just an absolute domination. I think... What tonight's about, given now you are the AFC West champions for the third year in a row. Last year, we were celebrating back-to-back championships, and you've now done it three times in a row. You've locked up the number one seed, meaning the AFC playoffs run through Arrowhead Stadium. There's certainly some things to not be too excited about with this team, but that's not what tonight's about. Tonight's about, I think, the fans and the season and Patrick Mahomes becoming the third quarterback in NFL history to throw for 50 touchdowns. As it stands now, Travis Kelsey had the best year that you could possibly have for a tight end in NFL history. Tyreek Hill set the receiving record. It's about what you accomplished this year, and it's a it's a night of celebration. There's going to be time to talk about whoever you face next. There's going to be time to talk about whether or not you're confident enough in this defense, whether or not Eric Berry plays. But tonight's about a celebration of really a moment Kansas City has been waiting a long time to experience. Five seven six seven six ten. Right to the phones. Dan is our leadoff hitter. What's up, Dan? Hi, Mike. Hi, Pete. Congratulations to the Chiefs. AFC West again. Whole field advantage. We're going to the Super Bowl. How about that 99-yard touchdown pass that really broke the Raiders' backs? Let's take care of business. Take care, guys. Take care, Dan. Always appreciate you calling all season long. My man Reggie is out in Anaheim. What's up, Reggie? Yeah, baby, I'm actually in Kansas City. I'm at the game right now, man. You know what I'm saying? I just got to seeing Patrick Mahomes, man. We're seeing greatness, bro. I love it, man. I love Kansas City. I love y'all. I love the Chiefs, man. I love being back home. It was great to see the whole team ball out today. And we all going to be nervous the first game of the playoffs, man. But let's enjoy what we got tonight. And then let's worry about and have bubble guts uh, whenever we play the first round of the playoffs at home. Go Chiefs! Thanks, Reggie. Five seven six seven six ten. I think Reggie sets a good tone because usually on this program, what we like to do is talk about the game. But I think tonight, 
it's more about the season and what it's meant to people and how you kind of are uh, celebrating this and what you're planning for the playoffs, what it means for uh, you to finally, without a shadow of a doubt, have a quarterback of the future and more so a quarterback of the present and then what it means and, and to you as far as the real chance here in a wide-open AFC to see your team for the first time for a lot of people, a lot of people depending on if you're old enough, to see them in a Super Bowl. I think one of the things, too, and if you want to drop this in when you give us a call, if you're leaving Arrowhead, call us, 576-7610. If you're on your way home from your Chiefs party, whatever, uh, make sure you give us a call at 576-7610. Think about what you predicted in your head 17 weeks ago. How many people had 12-4 and AFC West in the MVP? Pete, I don't know what your prediction was. Because of the, the schedule in the first half of the year, the inexperience as, as a full-time starter or quarterback, I think, if I remember correct, we were talking seven, eight, ball bounces the right way, maybe a nine-win season. Not the number one seed. I was saying prior to the season, if you're a Chiefs fan, you got to go in with an open mind this year. I mean, we all said Patrick Mahomes is going to take a year to develop. He may not be exactly 100% ready at the beginning of this season. They may get to 9-7. They may get squeak in to the playoffs with a wild card. This year and what Patrick Mahomes has done and showed so young as a 23-year-old is just its something that I don't know if the league has ever seen before. He's the youngest to get to 5,000 yards. Just the third quarterback to get to 50 touchdowns. I understand that this league is becoming more and more offensive and there is a greater emphasis on the passing game, but it's still not the easiest thing to, to do to get to 50 touchdowns. There's only two other quarterbacks who have done it in history, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, and those guys are damn good. You finally have a quarterback, Kansas City, and you deserve it. You know, and it's not like, by the way, you had six guys throw for 50 touchdowns this year. I mean, depending what Andrew Luck does later on today, you'll have two guys that'll throw for 40. And, and he's got to throw four tonight to get to that 40 number. And Mahomes threw 50. So, I mean, yeah, it's a pass-happy offensive league, but still, it's not like a bunch of guys. You don't have three guys throwing 48 touchdowns a pop here. That's what makes this so much more special. 576-7610. Right back to the phones. Let's go to Neil and Lone Jack. What's up, Neil? Congrats, man. Hey, guys. Roger, can you turn that down for a second? Hey, guys. Yo! Great day to be a Chiefs fan. I didn't think today was going to go the way it did, but gosh darn it, what a great day it is to be a Chiefs fan. Uh, just I want to say congratulations to Patrick, to Travis, to Chris Jones, Tyreek, to everybody basically but Bob Sutton. You know? I mean, it was a great season. And uh, I just hope it's a good day to be a Chiefs fan two weeks from now, boys. We'll find out, Neil. We will talk with you after that one. Thank you so much for the phone call. Let's go to Steve in Mission. What's up, Steve? The greatest offense in NFL history. The only team ever to score 28 points every game. They can never take that away from us. Uh, uh, the AFC West champions again. Number one seed beat them, the hated Raiders. We, I don't care what the defense is back. We uh, forget about Patrick Mahomes. We have we have the greatest offense in the history of the NFL. I don't want to see anybody run the ball in the, in the playoffs, the one yard line into the line when we get in the fourth and one. The Chiefs. On the warpath, go Chiefs, go! Thunder down the field and low, low. Go Chiefs, go! Go Chiefs, go! Go Chiefs, go! My guy, Steve, right there. By the way, from the uh, truth and accuracy department here at 610, 
They're the only team in NFL history to score 26 points in every single game. They scored the lowest point total this year was 26 against the Cardinals. Say what you want about the defense. And as I said a little bit earlier, we're going to get into the worries of going into the first game because they're going to be there. But tonight, I think, is about celebrating the offense. The defense had a good enough night, actually probably above average than we're used to in a game against a team that didn't deserve to even be on the same field with the Chiefs. This is about celebrating the third AFC West title in a row, watching potentially two playoff games at your place. You know, you may have an opportunity. You talk about the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl. Like, this is a real thing. The Chiefs win a game. They're playing for the AFC title to go to Super Bowl on your field of a place that you went to since you were a young kid. So, I mean, tonight's about the season, and I think it's about the offense, and I think it's about Patrick Mahomes and everything that comes with it. 576-7610, the phone number. Right back to the phones, our guy Chester. What's up, Chester? Congratulations, third straight AFC division title. Got to finally clinch that first seed. Congratulations to someone young, gifted, winning, humble, and giving. 50 over 5,000. That, that's tremendous when you're young and stay humble, gifted, and young. That's beautiful. And it's I, Kansas City, MVP. This is what it's all about. We, it, it, it's more than what it seems like. This is reality. Window is open. The gate is open. There's times that people say, well, hey, take everything to the bank and then go on to the promised land. You can have both. God bless you. Keep up the good work. I'm just going to put it to congratulations to the whole KC town and congratulations to the whole team. History making. God bless you. Chester, always good, man. Thank you so much. Scott in Ottawa. What's up? You're on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, how's it going? I'm just so proud of this Chiefs team, and I'll tell you what. I told us myself I wouldn't do this, but I've been just such a Chiefs fan my whole life in the offense and the defense and the way that Patrick Mahomes hugged Kelsey. It was unbelievable. It is just like nothing I've ever seen in my entire life, and I'm just so happy to be a Chiefs fan. Good. All right. Scott, man, thanks. <laughs> That's passion right there. That's passion right there. We appreciate that. Let's go out to Utah listening to us online. Drew, what's up? You're on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, guys. How's it going? All right, all right. Hey, I just have two questions for you. Um, first one, what, how did you guys think Chavarius Ward played today? Like, what were your thoughts? And then the second one would be kind of about the cap situation. Like, obviously, we need to fix the defense next year. And, like, one of the big – our top paid players is Justin Houston with $21 million, but $7 million guaranteed. So what do you guys think the Chiefs should do moving forward? Because I don't know if he's, like, playing at the $21 million level or uh, – I I can't imagine he's going to be making that much money next year. And, and Pete, you know the cap better than than anybody. I I anticipate, whether you like it or not, Justin Houston won't be on the football team next year. I think he makes sense for a a cut on this team unless he's willing to restructure and stay in Kansas City. You saw Derek Johnson kind of do that toward the end of his career. I I guess he wouldn't, and, you know, he'll be playing somewhere else with a a new contract. As far as Traverius Ward go, he had a couple pass breakups tonight. I think he's better than the alternative. And, again, I came on this radio station last week and really uh, wore out, I think, Andy Reid and, and the Chiefs' decision to make such a decision week 16 when you have a chance to win the AFC West. But ultimately, you know, I guess the Chiefs felt they had this game in the back back pocket and, and they guessed correct. I mean, the Oakland Raiders are not even in the same 
universe as the Kansas City Chiefs, and they showed that today. Hey, thanks for the phone call, Drew. Appreciate it. Right to the phones. Let's stick with you. Chiefs fans celebrate. TJ, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Pete, how you doing, bud? What's up, TJ? How you doing, Biggin? <laughs> I want to ask how long do you think uh, we can ride the coattails of this defense? This corners looks a little uh, suspect this time, but they come up big in this game. I have zero faith in this defense. <laughs> ride the coattails of the defense? You mean how can they how long can they ride the coattails of the quarterback? I, <laughs> I think there's an opportunity to win a Super Bowl with this team only because it's 2018. If you had this defense back in the day, this wouldn't cut it. There was a reason that everyone used to always say defense wins championships, but the fact is you, know, you can get other teams now to play your game. You can make it a shootout. And if Patrick Mahomes has the ball at the end of the game, maybe you win it. I think the Chiefs have learned their lesson where they're not going to win a football game if the defense has to have a stop at the end of the game. But, again, I think the bigger thing tonight is the fact of what they accomplished You know, in this season. At the beginning of the year, they were a better team than they are at the end of the year. There's no doubt about that. I think on, on, on really on both sides of the football. I don't think anybody would be shocked if we saw a if, – if, if we get back to Rams-Chiefs again, if we saw that in the Super Bowl, I don't think anybody would be surprised if it was 54-51 one way or the other it just this nfl it, it i know it's the playoffs and defense wins titles is the cliche you're right about that but whoever it is you can see another 41 38 super bowl it wouldn't surprise anybody no and and that could play right into the chief's hands i mean the offense looks good uh, for what it's worth uh, again it's starting to finally feel like i believe they have found ways to overcome the loss of kareem hunt you, you you wish Kareem Hunt was still here. There's no doubt about it. But do I think it's possible, not probable, possible mm-hmm. for this Chiefs team to win a Super Bowl? I do. It's a wide-open AFC. Any team can win it. Yeah, I think so. By the way, update from Baltimore. Uh, if the Ravens win, they're the AFC North champs. Cleveland just scored. They're within three with the extra points still to come late in the fourth quarter. Should Baltimore lose and Pittsburgh would win, which they are currently winning, and Pittsburgh gets in as the AFC North champs. A lot of the other stuff is wrapped up. Tonight, Sunday Nighter is a win and in for Indy and Tennessee. 576-7610, 576-7610. We want to hear from you. If you're leaving Arrowhead, give us a call. Kansas City over Oakland, 35-3. to AFC West champs, number one seed in the AFC playoffs, a bye week. The playoffs can run through Arrowhead. Right back to the phones. And Oaks, you're on 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Oaks? Congrats, man. Hey, dude, I know. It was awesome. I just, uh, we're just coming back from the stadium. And, uh, yeah, I just want to say go Chiefs. We're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, you guys do great work. I listen to you every week. Uh, keep it up. Uh, go Chiefs. Hey, thank you, man. Appreciate that very much. Pam in Kansas City. What's up, Pam? You're on go 610 Chiefs. Sports Radio. Go Chiefs. You're darn right, Pam. Hell yeah. Go Chiefs. Hell yeah. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Uh-oh. I watched. I was a little girl. I watched the very first Super Bowl. Wow. Okay. And I'm here to tell you the Chiefs are going back. Defense or not, damn it, they're going back. <laughs> Go Chiefs! Thank you, Pam. I don't disagree. Every AFC team is flawed in one way or another. I, 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 I don't I don't think it's that I don't think I don't feel tremendous about the Chiefs, but I don't feel tremendous about anybody. And so to me, you just keep rolling. You put the ball in the hands of Mahomes and see what you got. I, I look at the AFC and NFC playoffs every year. It doesn't matter what seed you are, and I would be saying this to you if you were the six seed, the five seed, and all the way up to the one. If you're in the dance, you got a good chance, and I think the Chiefs have a better chance given 
The only place they're going to play this playoffs, besides the Super Bowl, is Arrowhead Stadium. That helps. The interesting stat they showed up on TV at the very end, the last five number one seeds in the AFC have all gone on to the Super Bowl. Now, it's been Brady, Brady, Manning, Manning, Brady. It's been all of those two guys. But still, the last five teams to be the number one seed in the AFC have gone to the Super Bowl three times they've won. The common denominator, too, when you look at the Super Bowl winning teams and even the ones that sometimes will get there, is the quarterback. The Chiefs have that guy now. And they don't come around that often. If you look at the quarterbacks that end up winning the Super Bowl, it's few and far between. So to, 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 it's a credit to the personnel staff. Whether you want to credit John Dorsey, Andy Reid, Brett Veach, a combo of the three, one or the other, whatever, mm-hmm. Mahomes ended up here, and it's a reason why not only the Chiefs hosting the AFC playoffs this year, they're going to be competitive and in the playoffs for years and years to come. I mean, you're going to probably, and I don't think this is an exaggeration at all, going to make the playoffs more than you'll miss them in the in the career of Patrick Mahomes, and that's that's the beauty of finally having a franchise quarterback, finally having an elite quarterback. 35-3, the final Chiefs fans party. Call in, 576-7610, like Jerry in Excelsior Springs. What's up, Jerry? Hey, what's up, guys? I just wanted to say I am so fired up after that game. Defense finally coming up with some big plays. Granted, it's the Raiders under Gruden right now, but that was a hell of a game from our defense. I'm so fired up. The, The AFC Championship is coming through Kansas City we got to treat every single game like it's business. Doesn't matter who we're playing. Colts, Titans, doesn't matter. Chargers, got to treat it like it's business. I'm fired up. It's coming through Arrowhead, baby. Super Bowl bound. This is our year. Jerry, thank you, man. Appreciate you getting in. Congrats. Let's go to Brendan in Midtown. What's up, Brendan? You're on 610 Sports Radio. I think as long as we keep trying to make it a point of getting a lead early and using Andy Reid as the play caller he is and not – uh, time clocks manager, we're going to be great. Uh, I love Patrick Mahomes. When he gets too chill and we let the other team get the lead, I don't count on Andy Reid to manage the clock for a victory. Well, hopefully they don't have to worry about that. I think, you know, if and again, you're right, today is about a celebration. you got two weeks, I'm sure, here on 610 Sports Radio to talk all about this scenario, that scenario, the defense, Andy Reid's clock management. That will be a topic, absolutely. Andy Reid even says himself, I mean, you have a you have a night to celebrate. The Chiefs really have probably a, a day or two right now to celebrate. Then you get back into to work mode. I, I mean, that's the beauty of having two weeks now to talk about this thing because you're really not even really going to know who you're playing until next week and how how that kind of shakes out. So to me, it's enjoy it. I think as a fan, the defense. It is questionable. It is worrisome. But I don't think you worry about that tonight. You think about the season and what it's meant to you. And by the way, this is probably us burying the lead a bit, little bit. You cannot, if you are the NFL and the Associated Press and whoever votes for the MVP award, you cannot give no. the MVP award to somebody with 32 touchdowns when there is somebody with 50. That is the bottom line. So, in my, in my opinion and how I think this is going to go, you got the number one team in the AFC – you got the MVP on your team, and you got a real chance to go to Atlanta here. That's what you celebrate tonight. And then, yeah, we'll talk about the defensive woes. We'll talk about where maybe offensively they aren't exactly the team they were earlier in the season. Plenty of time for that, but tonight's a celebration. Thanks for the phone call, man. As always, we appreciate it. Let's get to another one before a quick timeout. And Carlos, you're on 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Carlos? Hey, just trying to give a shout-out to all the Kansas City Chiefs fans. We'll leave at Arrowhead Stadium. Turned up. Hype. 
one five for the win, man. Fifty hit touchdown, five thousand yards, man. What, I mean, what can you say? So, shout out to the T. Shout out to Mahomes, MVP Mahomes. Shout out to Waco from the nine nine two thousand, man. That's all. That's all I want to say. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you, MV Pat. Yeah, MV Pat. Get that trending. Get that trending all over social media. We are going to hear from the should-be MVP of the NFL. We're going to hear from the head coach. But we want to hear from you. Your Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the playoffs. Your Kansas City Chiefs get a bye. Your Kansas City Chiefs are the number one seed. Your Kansas City Chiefs are the AFC West champs once again. And we got wide-open phone lines for you. If you're leaving Arrowhead, if you're leaving your Chiefs party, give us a call. 576-7610. 576-7610. Pete Sweeney, Mike Wickett, more from you. And we'll go inside that Chiefs locker room next. The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Big-time players make big-time plays. 610 Sports Radio. Tyreek Hill turns the corner, gets a block. End zone, touchdown, Kansas City. Cheetah got in the end zone twice in this ballgame. That call courtesy of CBS, ArrowheadPride.com, editor-in-chief. Pete Sweeney, I'm Mike Wickett. We're taking your phone calls as the Chiefs crush the Raiders. 35-3 to win the AFC West for the third straight season. The number one seed in the uh, AFC. And we want to hear from you at 576-7610. I know in the pregame, and I dogged you on it on Twitter, Pete, but you were worried about uh, Cheetah's ankle. How about now? Yeah, it seems like he was fine and good to go. (laughs) Uh, I just try to pay attention when I go there during the week and for a while now he still had it wrapped up and I was figuring it was still hampered I think it certainly hampered him last game but yeah he he looks fine and now he has another 14 days to rest it at least 13 days so I think uh, nothing to worry about when it comes to Tyreek let's go right to the phones and uh, if you're on hold we will get to you but I will cut you off when Pat Mahomes steps to the microphone so don't I'm not trying to be rude to you but we want to get you up we want to hear from the quarterback as well we got a line open for you right now. 576-7610. Again, 576-7610. Let's go to Tim and KCK. What's up, Tim? Yeah, hi. How you doing, fellas? All right. Good. Hey, um, you know, we are at here the game at here at the game tonight out in Arrowhead. I was here with my father. You know, we were we were keeping up with the defense. You know, that was our main concern on the night, but it seemed like they really stepped up. You know, honestly, from our perspective, we couldn't see what the big difference maker was. I mean, it seemed like the D-line was active and the interior D-line was getting in there. But, you know, what what was the defensive side of the ball that really stepped up tonight? Because, I mean, it was 35-3. to three. We just want to know what exactly happened on that side of the ball. I think you got to begin with the Raiders and the fact that they stink. <laughs> I don't think you're going to see a quarterback come in our stadium and struggle with the Chiefs defense as much as Derek Carr did tonight. It was, I think a positive sign to see how much pressure Derek Carr was under because that's going to be the key to, to beating some of these quarterbacks you'll see in the AFC playoffs who are more skilled than Derek Carr. Four turnovers, three sacks on the day for the Chiefs defense. Uh, and you know what? We were chatting about this. Our producer, Chris, brought this up a lot in the second half. After touchdown pass number 50 by Showtime, everybody got energized. And, right. they, and they really, the defense was really putting pressure the defense was really hitting it was like that lit the fuse for the remaining 10 and a half minutes or whatever of the football game or 12 and a half minutes and that to me was uh, was a big factor in this in the second half in the first half it, it, it was the Raiders they're just not that good the Jared Cook play where Sorensen took it the other way you know there were two fumbles in this ball game early that really flipped it it 
I think largely in the first half, I again, it, I didn't feel like the Chiefs came out necessarily firing, except for the Tyreek pass. Like, except from that play isolated, I thought it was more so the Raiders kind of stepping on their own foot. The second half was more positive in my mind because, yeah, it seemed finally like the Chiefs put their, their foot on the gas a little bit. And then, again, you talk about the... 50th touchdown you talk about Travis Kelsey setting the record and the movie playing at Arrowhead Stadium but there certainly seemed like there were sources of energy that were happening uh on the field there Tim thanks for the phone call and that opens up a line for you you want to jump in now's the time you're leaving Arrowhead now's the time at 576-7610 you can also text in to 69306 as uh, we are waiting to hear from Patrick Mahomes here on 610 Sports Radio and he did a, gr- a better job in the second half as well I mean, he was okay in the first half. Probably could have had a second, maybe a third interception thrown. Had the one on the ball where he underthrew Tyree Kill. But he played better in the second half. No, I agree. I agree. I, I, I think the team as a whole played better in the second half. We had the halftime show. And, again, mm-hmm. I, I was just a little bit concerned with how it was going. I thought that the Raiders could crawl back in, and that was really put to bed pretty quickly, I think, in the second half. Yeah, it, it definitely was. And, and going forward, now you've got all – I mean, we haven't talked about Eric Berry here in the post like we did on the pregame show, but Berry, Watkins, Tyreek's ankle, other guys uh, will have a chance to, to get extra rest. And, and <laughs> Again, I get, I get killed for it all the time. I mean, I'm not afraid to go negative. I'm trying to stay as unbiased as possible that way when you know I'm positive about your team. Just be positive tonight, Pete. Come Eric, on. Eric Berry not playing is just un- unacceptable at this point, and I think that's all you say about it, at least tonight. Moving forward, he, <clears throat> you would hope that as the highest paid safety in the league, there's a reason you give it, gave him that contract. Mm. He plays the entire playoffs. Remains to be seen. Um, again, to me, I think you're just happy that you have the AFC West title, and, and, and this is running through Arrowhead. Yeah, it, it. you go to bed easier tonight if you're a Chiefs fan, knowing that you've got your team has about 10 days of rest before they really start cranking it back up. They've got some time before they really start going, well, a week off maybe. But they get the extra week of rest, which is massive for this team that has so many key guys that are that are banged up. And you know that that is important when you have all these injuries like Everyone always wants to say, well, Sammy Watkins is the guy that the Chiefs missed the most. This now offers you an opportunity to maybe get additional rest for Sammy Watkins. Derek Nottie is in the concussion protocol. He's played a bit of time. Again, it's not as sexy as the name as Chris Jones, but it's a guy who's played a lot of snaps for you in the middle of that defensive line. He's going to need to recover from that concussion. You hope it's by the time the Chiefs play their playoff game, which will be in about two weeks. Yeah, and you know what? And I know I mentioned this earlier. I'd like to know if we go back a year or back a year, back to the beginning of the season. You go back 17 weeks, coming out of that preseason. You know, what What did you think going in, and what did you think coming out? I mean, you didn't really know anything about Mahomes. What was the rhetoric? Everybody, the, the words about Mahomes. Well, he's going to throw a bunch of touchdowns, but he's going to throw a lot of interceptions because that's what he did at Texas Tech, which was a lie. But that's what people made you believe about the air raid offense. What, uh, what, what do we see out of Mahomes? Some inconsistency in the limited time we got to see him and we joked about Chiefs Lent from the last time we would see him in the third preseason game where they played into the third quarter. It was well over 40 days until. Yeah, exactly. There was the next preseason game, and then they would open up on the road for two games before coming back home. So you didn't get to see him at Arrowhead, and he blows the expectation out of the water in that first week and throws six TDs, and you're like, what in the holy <laughs> hell is this? And he goes on now with touchdown pass number 50? 
I mean, this is beyond everybody's expectation. And I think the beauty of it is he's 23. And, you know, you talk about the greatest of all time, so on and so forth. And that, to me, and I think a lot of people can agree, it's Tom Brady, right? Because he's been consistently that well into his 40s. He's won a bunch of championships. If you're going to ever catch up to something like that or somebody like that or have a chance to, you got to start early. Mm -hmm. And this kid will have a realistic chance, you know, if he keeps up this type of production, this type of growth and development, just because he's 23. And you may need 20 years to get to six titles. You got to start with one. You got plenty of time <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're clinching the number one seed as a 23-year-old. I, I don't know if he's going to play for 20 years. You never know, you, Mike. I, 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 yeah. Technology is going to get better. You know, mm-hmm. Brady's been able to do it because of the way he's treated his body, like a and temple. The, and the way the NFL treats his body. You can't touch Tom Brady. Can't touch a lot of quarterbacks no, anymore. That's true. You know, it's just the way the league has gone. Yeah, it, it is true. And, and you don't want to jump ahead. You know, you don't want to think about 2019 and 2020 and, and, and all those. It's, it's hard not to. And it's understandable when teams do want to. But I just cannot believe where expectations were for most people. I don't remember anybody thinking this guy is going to win the MVP. I don't remember too many people thinking this guy is going to throw 50. It was all just, uh, you know, can they go to 8-8? Eight and eight? What about him in 2019? What about Patrick Mahomes three, four years? Can he develop? How long will Andy Reid stick around? As a matter of fact, let's go down to Arrowhead now live here on 610. Here's the quarterback MVP. Awesome be a part of it and I'm excited for the future ahead. Yeah, the play was designed for uh, Tyreek uh, and they kind of had double covered him pretty, pretty, maybe even triple covered him and don't, don't really tell me about it, but uh, DeMarcus was supposed to run a stop route, but he beat him so well off the line that he just kept running and he threw the hand up and so I just put it out there and he uh, made a great play and scored on it. Yeah, I mean, he just he congratulated me. I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but he congratulated me. I mean, this team, I mean, we, we, we love each other. Uh, we root for each other, and uh, that's why we've had such success so far. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's always uh, an incentive, uh, and it's, I can't even say it. It's always an advantage to be in this, this uh, stadium. And so for us to be able to kind of get the bye week, get your bodies right and ready for this run, and then be able to play in this stadium where we can feed off that energy, uh, it, it's, it's special, and we're excited for the opportunity to do it. Did they seem like the very first possession of the game was third down and threw the ball to Anthony and David Blue kind of got you guys going? Little plays like that maybe weren't happening in the past couple of weeks, something you just wouldn't go right at the end of the game. Did that give you a little boost right out of the shoes? Yeah, I mean, definitely getting the chains moving early, uh, being able to score on that first drive, uh, I guess that momentum in our favor. And uh, the defense, I mean, all night long was just was getting stop after stop, turnover after turnover. And, I mean, that's that's championship football. And so we're excited that uh, they played that way and the offense stepped up when we needed to, and we're going to carry that momentum into the playoffs. Speaking of one of those turnovers, uh, Reggie Raggins Yeah, I mean, but that dude, that dude's pretty fast. Yeah, I think he's like he, he's from like Pitt, so uh, he could run a little bit. I, I saw him when he played in college. I think he was like a tight end at first. But uh, I definitely said something to him uh, in the locker room after. But uh, I think there was another guy chasing him too that would have caught him. That's what that was his excuse. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, not not really. I mean, when you're in the in the moment, you're not really thinking about it, uh, like you said. Uh, but it's a credit to my teammates. I mean, the offense line kept me upright all season long. Uh, guys were making plays on short passes that were scoring touchdowns, and it's just a combination of all that with Coach Reed calling these great plays. I yeah, I, I grabbed that one and I grabbed Tyrese just because uh, I mean they're special. I mean, to uh, do those things in this league, I mean it's not it's not a uh, doesn't happen very often, and so uh, I'll definitely keep that one. Uh, but hopefully, I can get a few more as my uh, this season ends and then uh, the career the, my career at the end of my career. I've kept my first touchdown pass. That's uh, that's the only one other football I've, I've collected. There's a lot of discussion out there about him. Uh, do you feel like you've been the most valuable player in the NFL this year? It's a, that's a hard question. I mean, there's a lot of guys that have played uh, this year that I feel like deserve the MVP. And, and it's not it's not up to me. I mean, I just go out there and play my game, try to win football games, and uh, – let all that stuff handle itself after the season. After the season, and uh, hopefully, I'm still playing whenever it happens. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's all about playing uh, for my teammates in this community. Uh, I mean, that, that's that's the biggest thing. Is no matter what happens on the out on the outside, it's that they know that every single time I step on that field, I give it everything I have. And uh, hopefully we can win a lot of football games doing that. Yeah, I mean, first off, they put in the work all off season. They worked with me. They came, visited me, so we can get extra routes in. They've done, they've done all that stuff, and uh, prepared themselves for this situation. And they've executed and, and capitalized every single game. And uh, I'm excited that I have them for the foreseeable future, and that we can keep building that chemistry uh, this season and, and next. You've talked about this a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's everything. I mean, being able to know that the guy's going to be in the right spot, he's going to win his battle and get open is, is huge. And then being able to be, sit in the pocket and know that the offensive lines will give me the time needed is, is what you have to have in order to have a, a great team and a great offense. Thank you. Appeared to be someone shouting there. At the end. <laughs> it was someone yelling uh, out. Like, I saw it on my Twitter. Oh, there we go. Uh, but it, it is, it's, it, it's insane. It, it's something that, uh, it's special. That, that's how this community is. All right. Oh, no, Justin Houston. We're getting Justin Houston, it sounds like. We're going to have Justin in here? All right. Well, we'll hang out right here. Keep that halfway up for us, Chris. Let's see if they, uh, they bring Justin Houston. By the way, uh, we had mentioned that Travis Kelsey broke Gronk's record. It's over with. Short-lived. About a half hour as the record holder for receiving yards by a tight end as George Kittle of the 49ers just broke Travis Kelsey's record. Uh, so that's out the out the window. Also, from the AFC playoffs, Baker Mayfield just threw an interception on fourth and 10 about midfield. Baltimore picked it off. Baltimore wins the AFC North. Let's go back now to do uh, Arrowhead and hear from Justin Houston. Uh, I think we had a great week of practice uh, preparation. We, everybody was flying to the ball. We would have a lot of energy going on in practice. So, like I said, we just got to build on it, continue to get better. He meant a lot. Uh, he also meant uh, his numbers spoke for itself. So he made history today. So any quarterback can come in the game and put up many touchdowns. Like, 
I give the defense some breathing room, and it, it put us in a position to do what we like to do as a D lineman, as an outside backer. We like to rush the passer. So anytime you you ahead and coming in the fourth quarter, you can pin your ears back and go. So. And see the way he does it. I definitely do. He, he's a playmaker. He make plenty of plays. I'm glad he's on my team. First time. Well, I'm pretty sure it won't be the last with that guy. What does it mean to you to hear that? I mean, it's, it means a lot. But if you talk to Pat, we got bigger goals in mind. So right now, we just, we focus on the next game. We want to put this behind us. Kind of a tale of two halves for you guys. A lot of turnovers in the first half. The second half we did we uh we made some adjustments uh we definitely figured out what they wanted to do and how they wanted to attack us so we switched it up on the sideline uh honestly i think the crowd helped uh anytime you got the offensive line Jumping off sides, I'm not sure when the ball is being snapped. It gives the defense time to attack. So I think that's, that's big for us. Justin, what is this, can, can you sum up how this feels compared to having to buy a couple of years ago and, and you know, what, what sort of the state of mind is for you guys now? Uh, well, I, like I told everybody in the locker room, it don't mean nothing if we don't take advantage of this opportunity. So we got one game coming up. That's our focus. We need to do what we got to do and just attack this game. One game at a time. So we only got one game. That's behind us. That's the old news. Uh, you don't focus on the past. Don't let the past poison your future. We, we focus on the future, and uh, we're getting ready for whoever we got to play, so we're going to take advantage of this opportunity. Can you just When I come from the blind side, it's easier to go for the ball than actually go for a big hit. So that's my – anytime I can cause that or get a good shot like that on the ball, that's what I go for. We take a lot of pride in it because we know if we can get the ball in packed hands, y'all see what he do when he got the ball. So we just want to keep the ball in our offensive hand because they can make plays at any time. All right, there's Justin Houston down there at Arrowhead. And, uh, man, I it, sometimes I've, our brothers in the media, when you ask about last year's game on the night when you clinched the AFC West, I know they're just sometimes doing their job, Pete. But, man, come on. Like, I get it. Last year was a failure in the playoffs, and the defense couldn't get anything done. But come right. on, man! Tonight, tonight. <laughs> it it does. I mean, there is that. That's that's the craziness of the NFL. You know, we'll have two weeks before this game, and the game what will be three hours, sixty minutes of total time, and we'll talk about it for two weeks. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. There's plenty of time. Oh, I think I to discuss. NFL. I think there's plenty of time to discuss the failures of last year and how the defense needs to be better this year and who's going to be back, who's not going to be back, so on and so forth. But to me, tonight, it's about what this season was and what the Chiefs now have an opportunity to do, which is really, I, I look back to the to the Kansas City Royals. This feels a little bit different. You remember the second time the Royals went after it where, you know what, uh, they had lost in the World Series the year before and they, they went back. This time feels a little bit different than any of the Alex Smith years because you're the number one seed, and you never had this quarterback before. It actually feels like you can touch it, mm -hmm. I think, more so than it ever did with Alex Smith. And that's that's the beauty of this season and, and what it was. I, I think it's not over yet, and the sky is the limit.
576-7610. We will head back to Arrowhead and we'll hear from head coach Andy Reid. We'll also go inside that locker room. But most importantly, after a win like this, we want to hear from you. We got lines open. You want to tout your quarterback. 50 touchdown passes. 5,097 passing yards. 12 picks. Exceeded every expectation. Not a bad first uh, year as a starter for Patrick Mahomes. MV Pat, 576-7610. Double J, you're on 610 Sports Radio. What up, boys? Yo! Hey! Hey, how about this? <laughs> uh, congrats to the Chiefs. Division champ. Number one overall seed in the AFC. I have to say is, bring on whoever. Arrowhead is back. The fans were rocking out there today. It looked like on TV. It's just a great feeling. Pat, the discussion's over. He's MVP. Hands down. He's MVP. He is the man. I'm excited for this playoff run. I can't wait. Go uh, Chiefs. And, uh, and Chiefs fans, let's enjoy this ride. It's going to be fun. It remind, and like you guys said, it reminds me of the Royals winning the World Series in 2015. It reminds me of both, honestly, 2014 and 2015, when no one thought we were going to be there. So, I mean, just keep it rolling and go shoot. Thanks, Double J, as always. The beauty of it all is that the AFC is wide open. I'm not, and I'm not saying the Chiefs are right on par with everybody. I mean, right now they've done enough this season to be the number one seed, but it is anyone's. It is anyone's game including the Chiefs to to get to the Super Bowl and that's what I think is so exciting about right now I mean you I think real quick looking at this Texans Colts probably happens Mm -hmm. you know barring a real big upset tonight Texans Colts happens Mariota is officially inactive tonight for the Titans it'll be Blaine Gabbard getting the start tonight uh for the Titans that that would be a shock if if Gabbard went and beat luck that would be definitely would be a surprise you got Ravens Chargers being played in Baltimore if you go chalk, if you go with the teams you expect to win, Houston and Baltimore, then it'll be Kansas City taking on the Ravens at Arrowhead in two weeks. Now, you can play the, hey, Mike, stop doing the if then. I, it's hard. It's hard. You never know because I, I, the Ravens and Chargers just played each other. It is tough to beat a team. They did just play each other. It That's is tough point. to beat a team twice mm-hmm. in that little time. It, that, to me, is up wide open in the area. It, it's hard to just try to assume who the Chiefs are going to play. But I just look towards the quarterbacks. All the quarterbacks that are left, maybe minus, again, Lamar Jackson, are going to be tough quarterbacks to beat. Again, there's going to be all these discussions about who the Chiefs end up getting, and I think that's, that's a discussion, again, for, uh, for another day. Uh, but, the, but, but, but the exciting thing is the Patriots aren't as dominant as they once were, and anyone can come out and, and get to the Super Bowl. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Luck goes in and beats the Texans. I wouldn't either. I mean, that's a controlled environment. You know, Luck's playing great. Once you get to the playoffs, it is quarterbacks going up against each other. Which defense is going to rise to the occasion and Mm -hmm. beat a good quarterback? And any team, any team, I wouldn't be surprised if any team beat any other team in this AFC with these six teams that it should be. Mahomes, Brady, Deshaun Watson, Phil Rivers, Andrew Luck, all outstanding throwers of the football. Lamar Jackson's not a great thrower. But, but they got the best defense. And and he scored two touchdowns on the ground tonight. 
and they but they got the number one defense too. So mm-hmm. it, that that's where that's the equalizer. That's where it evens out. It's going to be a fun AFC playoffs to watch. If you're a Chiefs fan, it is going to be nerve wracking as all hell. <laughs> Luckily for you, you're already in the next round. So yeah. You don't need to worry about that. You could see Lamar Jackson. You could see Phil Rivers. You could see <laughs> Andrew of, Luck. Two of these quarterbacks are going to be eliminated before you even blink. So that's a good. Thing. <laughs> we'll take more of your calls. Mick, Josh, Taylor, Sean, stick right there. Coming up, we'll also hear from Andy Reid. We'll go inside that locker room. 576-7610. Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, Anthony Sherman, all on the line for you to hear as well as the Chiefs win their third straight AFC West title, the number one seed in the AFC. And we're partying more with you through the night next. The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Big-time players make big-time plays. 610 Sports Radio. Third and five. Another third down, the chance for the Raiders to put a stop to this offense. Mahomes with time going deep. Has a man open. Got him in stride. Tyreek Hill touchdown. That was touchdown pass number 49 on the year for Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. CBS on the play-by-play. Arrowheadpride.com editor-in-chief Pete Sweeney. I'm Mike Wickett. We want to hear from you. 576-7610 after a Chiefs 35-3 win over the Oakland Raiders to clinch the AFC West for the third straight year. Number one seed in the AFC playoffs. It's incredible. I mean, doesn't happen often, especially in Kansas City. I think the cool thing about now in the AFC West, given you have Patrick Mahomes, given even before you had Mahomes, you had won back-to-back AFC West title games, is you're now the Denver Broncos of old. You are the guy. You're the guy that the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos are going to be looking to knock off your perch. Like, that is a really cool feeling for a Chiefs fan. Let's go to the phones. Let's start in Bonner Springs. Josh, you're you're up first here on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, man. Uh, I, I, okay, so with Eric Berry not playing this week, um, you got you got Dirty Dan out there flying around like crazy and Tremont Smith. Uh, not Maybe not Tremont Smith. Uh, to do with the Red Dreads, man. Javarius Ward. Yeah, Traverius Ward. Uh, it seemed like they they did pretty decent, man. I I know you you held the Oakland Raiders uh, three points, but do you think that's going to translate at all to the postseason? This was something we talked about in the pregame show. If they come across or come away with a dominant defensive performance, and look, four turnovers, <laughs> three sacks, and giving up three points was a dot on paper looks like a dominant defensive performance. But that's where we bring in rainy day Sweeney over here and Pete's going to crap all over your good feelings. Not tonight. I will certainly probably <laughs> crap on him in the coming week. You got but 13 days to I, crap all over this. I, I think, I think for Chiefs fans, just be cautious and remember who you were playing tonight. You know, when you look at these quarterbacks that you're going to face, they won't be doing the, they won't be handling the Chiefs defense the same way Derek Carr did tonight. And again, at the beginning of this game, the Raiders kind of fell into some quicksand a little bit. The Chiefs picked it up in the second half, but they the Raiders really shot themselves in the foot for ever having a chance early in this game. Thanks for the phone call, man. And tend to that little one we hear yelling in the background. I little tell. Chiefs fan. Little Chiefs fan right there. Sounds like a, a Chiefs fan that only knows them as winners, so that's a good thing. <laughs> Taylor is in Pensacola. What's up, Taylor? What's going on, guys? Yo, hey, Taylor. I got, I got one thing to say. Go Chiefs, baby. Feeling good tonight? Feeling good. I'm feeling great. Now I've already got uh, my vacation planned. I'm waiting for the schedule to come out next year. I'm going to a game. I was going to ask if y'all, since y'all probably been to Arrowhead. I've never been there, but I got to go. What is the, what's the ticket to get? What section? I'm going to buy the ticket. I got to be in the best. I want the best experience ever. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Now, Pete used to work for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, I never have sat in the stands for a game. I, I was uh, with Chiefs.com for a couple of years, uh, but it seems like it gets a little wilder as you get higher up. Yeah, if you're in it for... This depends on what you want. Like, if you don't want beer spilled on you, and if you don't want to potentially get roped into a fight or mm-hmm. be part, like if you're sitting next to somebody and there's a chance there could be a fight... Those percentages go up the higher. Yeah, you it sit. depends on if you have kids or what you're looking for. Like, I think yeah. if you want to have the classic, you know, beer all day experience, you're you're thinking upper deck. But if you got a family or something, maybe the club level, if yeah. you can afford it, maybe the lower bowl would be nice. You know, the closer you are to the field, I think the more um, fun it can be sometimes because you can hear the players. Uh, and uh, of course, it's a price range and everything like that. With a winning team, you know, prices are going to be going up. Oh yeah, the, you, fr- the higher, the higher, the longer they they last. The more expensive it's going to be to sit in the lower bowl. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be an ex, more, a much more expensive ticket, especially if we're talking about this team deep into the month of uh, January. Those tickets in September are <laughs> are going to go way up. You talk about Super Bowl championship. I hope you're ready to <laughs> break the bank for the 2019 NFL season. It's very true. Like, I, yeah, it it definitely is true. I, I somebody tweeted me that the the the, the teams are out for next year. Who's going to come to Arrowhead? I know the, the, the yeah they they release the teams. They they don't release the actual dates yeah. ahead of time. That's become a thing, by the way. And thanks for the phone call, Taylor. I would say start. Man, I don't know. I don't know what the game to buy is. I, I don't know where to sit, what you're looking for. I've I've never sat in the upper bowl. I've sat like the club level and down for the for the few times I've gone to Arrowhead in my short time here in Kansas City. So thank you for the phone call. We'll get the teams. I'll find that for you coming up here in just a second. I, ha- I have it. it. You got it. Who's who's coming to Arrowhead? It's the AFC East and the AFC North. Uh, that's who they're playing. Of course, they're playing Denver, Oakland, and L.A. at home. They're okay. also hosting Indy. Houston, Green Oof. Bay, Oof, okay, and Minnesota. All right. Wow. A couple of uh, playoff teams and a couple of underachieving <laughs> NFC teams right there. There you go. Well, that's who's coming. So you'll get to see Luck. You'll get to see Brady. You say New England? Um, Did you say New uh, maybe England? Maybe I was wrong about that. So, okay. Yes. No. No, no, no. No, no New England next year. Okay. So the home teams are uh, the home non-division teams, Green Bay, Roger. Minnesota, Houston in Indy. Oh, goodness. Rodgers, Cousins, Watson, and Luck all coming to face Bob Sutton's defense. But that's next year. We're talking about this year and your AFC West champions once again. 576-7610. 576-7610. Sean and KCK, what's up, Sean? Huh? What's up? Sean, you're on the radio, man. What's up, man? How you doing? Do it. Hey. Oh, boy. Okay. See you later. 576-7610. Donnie and Paola, you're on 610 Sports Passion Radio. Tonight. What's up, 610? All right, we're going to ask you to not swear like the last guy. I know better. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, first off, Mahomes, MVP. MVP all the way. He brings what he's done this year is so amazing, but he brings so much excitement that we're going to get to look forward to for a long time. True. Yeah. I I'm just so excited for Chiefs football. Yeah. Um, I think everybody right now that is a Kansas City Chiefs fan should be feeling good. You got two, like you said, Pete. We'll have two weeks mm-hmm. to dissect and break and and all that stuff and talk hey, about. 
Listen, man, I, I've been on this show before after losses, and I, I give the team my <laughs> dose of how I'm feeling. I don't I don't feel perfectly about the, the playoffs. I don't, I don't feel overconfident about the Chiefs. I think they got a good opportunity here. It's not the night to dissect the problems with the defense. It's, I, you know, I think I think tonight we're playing the Raiders. Great defensive performance. That's to be expected. The Chiefs have played great against poor offenses before on defense. Uh, we can discuss that this week. I think tonight you celebrate the fact that you don't have to worry about that for 14 days. Where's positive Pete been all year? I like this. Where's positive Pete's when, been? When you win an AFC title, an AFC uh, title and division title and winning it three times in a row has never happened before. Normally it's Salty Sween. No. I mean, not tonight. Not tonight. You can't be you can't be salty after this. This is this is the time to celebrate. We got positive Pete Sweeney on the line here. Uh, One night only. <laughs> Tomorrow. That's the advertisement. <laughs> Tell your friends. Call them. Six Ten Sports Radio. Talk Very to excited. talk to positive Pete. Five seven six seven six ten. Donnie, thanks for your phone call. A reminder: you're listening to KCSP Kansas City KRBZ HD One Kansas City. Right back to the phones we go. If you're leaving Arrowhead, give us a call. If you already got home, give us a call. Jason is dialing us up from enemy territory in Denver. What's up, Jason? Jason. Oh, we lost him. We lost Jason. He's in Denver. Yeah. Make a marijuana joke. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Maurice and KCK. What's up, Maurice? <laughs> hey, man. What's up, Mo? Uh, you got the best go, man. Hey, look, bro. This, this, is, this is my concern, man. You know, Andy's a great regular season coach, man. We got some great toys to play with. The kid is doing his thing. You know, everything seems to be, you know, going going along his plan. However, we could have been clinched this thing a couple of weeks ago, so I'm not going to make note of that. I want to know what you guys think about our uh, our deficiency as far as running the ball. I mean, the last three weeks, Williams has proven that, you know, he deserves the touches, but it seems like tonight's game, you know, a few times, quite a few times that we should have ran the ball, you know, they kind of elected to throw the ball. And so I'm just, you know, I'm concerned because in the playoffs, man, we're going to have to really run the ball because guys are going to start to, you know, rush three and four and, and drop seven and eight. So that, that's all I got, man. And I listen to you guys. I think that's a thought process to the idea of, you know, how teams keep the offense off the field or opposing offenses, like you're going to want to control the ball and control the clock. Whereas uh, to do that, you're going to have to run the football. I think getting Spencer Ware back would help. He was questionable for this game, meaning that he was at least close. I think, I think you give him two more weeks, he'll get that hamstring. And I think having him and Damian, him and Damian are your starters. You don't necessarily want Daryl Williams. I think they like what they have. They feel like they have a lot of upside in Daryl, but he's not completely ready. I don't think for necessarily the NFL level yet. I think next year that might be a different story. The the key is going to be Damian and Spencer and the committee that they offer. I think I like I like the different things that you could do with them. I always like giving Andy Reid more pieces. And Spencer Williams is the bruiser you want. Damian Williams is more of that pass catching back that has had to fill that role a little bit. Spencer Ware can run the football for you, and I think getting him back will be the key. Yeah, Damian Williams. I mean, hey, look, say what you want. His yards per carry average is off the charts the three games he's been given it, it, at it, least 10 carries. But he's only been given 10, 13, they, and 11 carries. They're putting him in good situations for himself. But when it comes to him and what he does best, it is that pass-catching threat. So you combine that with Spencer Ware, who we know – it's proven can run the football. You give him 14, mm-hmm. 14 days now to heal that hamstring. You're in a lot better place than you were today. Well, you give Spencer Ware 28 days right. he hasn't been, to, heal, to heal that thing. Hasn't been in the mix in a while. Uh, six catches for 74 yards against the Chargers. Seven catches for 37 yards against the Seahawks. Just one catch today. Different situation against the Raiders for Damian Williams. I mean, 
his yards per touch average is over five yards per touch. Whatever you know, Jamal Charles asking. Right, you basically, he's a human first down. No, seemingly. No. Let's not. Let's let's chill. But the, the I, Chiefs I, agree with you though, because they did give him the two year extension this week, and so they only had Daryl Williams under contract for next year. They they were uh, happy enough with Damian to give him more time here, and and we'll see what happens next year. But before that, we got the AFC playoffs at Arrowhead Stadium. We uh, we'll get to that. I'm sure you guys at Arrowhead will you'll you'll get to that. Also, we're going to get to uh, head coach Andy Reid here in just a second. But right back to the phones, Stacy and KC. What's up, Stacy? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Um, I'm actually stationed in Virginia. I'm actually on duty right now, but it's totally worth it. I'm risking it, but I uh, just wanted to say how happy I am. I've been a Chiefs fan. Uh, first game in 90, in '85. I remember watching, and if you've been a Chiefs fan long enough, you know uh, how much of a hassle and how much of a heartbreak these, this team has been. But I feel different this year. Even even with the Bob Sutton defense, I feel different, scared, but 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 I feel better. Because it's the kid. It's the quarterback. Yeah, it's the kid. It's the kid. It's just Pat Mahomes rolling with Mahomes. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely, definitely been saying that on the ship all day. So, with that being said, first time since, what, 94, um, having the first seed, mm-hmm. I think I want to say that, but, yeah, ah, I'm ecstatic. Just want to leave that. Hey, all good, man. Stacy. thank you so much for your phone call. More importantly, thank you for your service. We appreciate that. Jake is in Branson. What's up, Jake? Hey, how you doing? Doing okay. So I heard you guys talking earlier about Patrick Mahomes and how everybody thought that, you know, he was going to come out, throw a bunch of touchdowns, throw a bunch of interceptions. Um, and I just want to tell you guys that I was there at training camp watching him uh, throw the football around, you know, mess around, have fun. And um, I am super, super impressed with what he's done this season. Um, and I just want to con- congratulate him on everything he's done and all the records he's set. Um, and I do have a question for you. Yeah. Um, so Eric Berry, before the game today, everybody was at, or everybody was saying that the defense was all going to be out of whack because he wasn't here. And I wanted to ask you guys how you thought that we performed, um, and how different it would be if he was there. Pete, I think tonight you really didn't notice a, a, a huge difference just because Again, it's the Oakland Raiders, so you hold them to three points, even though Barry's not there. I think it's going to be against teams that have a good rush running game and and a good passing game to go with it. Where you have, um, you know, they start passing the football, and then all of a sudden that they're running the football right right up the middle, and you have no one there to really like lay the hammer down. Like to me, that's where where Barry he kind of solidifies that box, and, and I I think that's where you'll miss him. You didn't really notice him tonight because, again, I just don't think the Raiders are as talented as some of these other teams. Eric Berry, I I think you need him at the safety position. The Chiefs have given up on their older safeties. Ron Ron Parker has basically been benched, and they were even trying Jordan Lucas tonight. So they know that they can't play the old guard. You hope Berry – the thing is, it's just so up in the air with Berry. You don't know what is going on with his status. And so – to me, that's the catch. Like, is he going to be ready for the playoffs? There's no indication one way or the other. Thank you for your phone call, man. We appreciate it. We'll get to some others that are on hold, promise you. But first, want to hear from the head coach, Andy Reid. As far as the injuries go, um, really, Nadi, uh, Derek, um, 
He had a concussion. So uh, that would be one. And then Jordan Lucas had a stinger, and uh, they came out of the game. Uh, other than that, we're, I think we're going to be pretty healthy there, and I think they'll bounce back pretty quick. Um, I'd like to just thank our fans. They were phenomenal tonight. I mean, extraordinary phenomenal. Uh, we came off of two losses here, and, uh, you know, we're getting close to New Year's, and it's cold, and they could have just stayed home. But they didn't. Everybody showed up. They were incredible. Our players feed off of that. And now we have another opportunity to play here. And so um, we can't wait to bring whoever it is. We don't know yet. Uh, whoever it is here uh, with our home field advantage. So I'm proud of our team and the job that they did. The guys came out with tremendous energy. Started with our defense. Uh, they made the turnovers. Um, I thought Bob Sutton had a, a great game plan and the guys executed. Eric Bianami had a phenomenal game plan as did Dave Tobe. So uh, the coordinators I thought were spot on. Uh, this was a tricky game. John's done a nice job. He's finished the season strong here. So um, he's taken what players he has there and, um, and, and done a heck of a job. So, uh, you know, we had to really bear down there and make sure we took care of business. And, and again, I'm proud of our guys for doing that. Um, taking care of business. And we had some new guys that stepped up and played, and uh, they did a good job for us. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid here on 610 Sports Radio. Yeah, listen, I I mean, it's, I mean I'm not going to tell you we didn't want to play here. Uh, that's, that's a good thing. Uh, but on the other hand, I, I would say just getting back, uh, playing good football. Uh, we just felt like we had uh, kind of let off the accelerator a little bit there um, and didn't take care of opportunities that we had. And I think the guys just they bared down on it. Um, it wasn't going to happen again in their mind. Uh, it was fun to be around that part of it and, and feel that energy. And, and, uh, and so that's how they came out and played, just the way they practiced all week uh, with that same intensity that, that I felt uh, before the game and during the week during practice. Other than some isolated periods, you guys have played a pretty good game against the Colts. Why is that? I, listen, I, I don't know that. Um, you know, I, I just know that what we're capable of doing and, and uh, where we're going, and uh, it's good to kind of get some guys in there that are flying around and making plays and um, kind of getting healthy again, and uh, that's, a, that's a plus for us. How important was it for the defense to set that tone and build that foundation for the first two quarters? Yeah, that was real important. I, I just, uh, um, you know, I. I to step up and, and things can change like that. You get a couple things in place and you get a little bit on a roll and, uh, and get your confidence going, I think, is, is huge. And so um, as a football team, not just as a defense, but as a football team. And so uh, that was important. A little more from head coach Andy Reid after the win over the Raiders and the third straight AFC West title. Yeah, he's been the MVP. He's done good. Yeah, he's a heck of a player. I was fortunate enough to be around a three-time MVP, and um, a couple guys are right on the edge of being the MVP. And um, this guy's this guy's in that uh, right in that category, man. And, I mean, so deserving. Um, in, a, in a world here of great players, for him to do the things he's done is phenomenal. You know, continue to do that. He hasn't. He's still got room to grow. So that's the exciting part. Something for uh, Kansas City to be very excited about. Um, and his work ethic and everything else is MVP caliber level. So he comes to work. He comes to work with a purpose. Makes everybody feel a part of it. Makes everybody around him better. 
um, and has done this for this organization. So uh, for all of us, uh, as fans and uh, coaches and and our owner too. So, um, so it's uh, he's been very important. Yeah, you never know. I'm not much of a crystal ball guy. Predicting. I know he had a good foundation that was set. Alex Smith was a big part of that and uh, helping him understand what this league's all about. So, uh, but who knows? In this game, you don't know week to week. But um, you, you go out and you do your best. Uh, you work hard and, uh, and you stay. You keep that process going every every day, every week that you have an opportunity to do it. And he did that, and, and so. Uh, does it surprise me? Uh, nothing he does really surprises me. I, mean, I saw that the first year, uh, so I, I didn't. You don't know, but heck, he, I, I still think he can keep growing. So I mean, I, we haven't seen the, the end of it. Bit more from head coach Andy Reid before we go right back to the phones here on Six Ten Sports Radio. They look pretty fast today. Um, you know, probably had a shot on him just before half there on that deep one. Um, Quarterback's arm got hit just a little right at the end there, and uh, Greg would have another touchdown. So his speed looked uh, uh, like it was healthy. Absolutely, yeah. And you got to give credit to the O line too. They don't get any records other than the satisfaction of those guys. So every time one of those names comes up there, they get all fired up vicariously. Uh, so, uh, but uh, I'll tell you, yeah, my hat goes off to Travis. We've seen him grow right in front of us here, uh, become what he is. Um, and he's tough to stop. He loves playing. Another one that loves playing the game, Tyreek, comes out every day and does just what he does here. I mean, it's fast. You guys have been there. The media, you've been there. You've seen how he goes about it. Everything he does is fast. I've never seen a guy with that kind of speed have that kind of endurance. I told him, you know, he's got this nickname, the Cheetah. One chase on an Impala, you know, and they, they're out of gas. This guy keeps going, so we might have to give him a new nickname. Yeah, so um, Jeff, Jeff's been doing a good job. We just kind of went with uh, – we just won't, you know – the other guy stepped in and did a good job, and so Cam was all in with that. Cam had an opportunity to play today, which was great. Yeah, I think so. I, um, Larry had a good week. Um, the other guys really, uh, and Watkins had a good week. So the other guys are going through uh, practice, or at least parts of it. So uh, I think the, the week off will, will help us uh, um, get healthy and get where we need to be. Yeah, it's exciting because we have great fans. And I know they're going to load this place up. There's standing room only today. And that, that fires me up, man. They're going to load the place up. And, Pete, they'll probably be completely loaded up, too. I think it's going to be a blast at Arrowhead Stadium. The first divisional round game is going to be, I think, if you're a Chiefs fan, probably a mixture of emotions where you're going to be very, very excited but also super fearful that it's going to end up in the same way. <laughs> I know. Again, that's two I weeks know. away. I know. <laughs> enjoy not having to worry about that for a week. Enjoy the wild card weekend you won't be a part of, and then you find out who you play, and then it's time to discuss what's going to happen in the divisional round game, and then it's and so it's one win away from the AFC title game, which has been the thing that's eluded the Chiefs since Andy Reid has gotten here, and I think that right now is goal number one. The uh, next player you're going to hear from is will be Travis Kelsey, but we want to go back to the phone lines at 576-7610. Rosario's in Brooklyn. What's up, Rosario? Hey, what's, what's going on, y'all? I just want to say, man, I am so happy. I am so proud, man. We finally got the number one seed, AFC Championship. I'm, I'm getting my tickets already. 
I'm ready to book my tickets already for the AFC championship title game and take a road trip down there. I've been a long time Chiefs fan, and this team just seems totally different. I know a lot of people want to talk about our defense and everything. I know basically we're one of the cursed teams of the NFL, but we got that kid. We have the MVP over there with Patrick Mahomes. This is just totally different. He's going to get back healthy. He's going to get Sammy Watkins back. Tyreek Hill is going to be able to be 100%. We are going to be a team to be reckoned with for the playoffs. Hey, I hope you're right, Rosario. Thank you so much for your phone call. And safe travels if you do get down here, man. Jason in Denver. What's up, Jason? All right. Take two. How you doing, fellas? All right. So I've got three quick things to say. One, um, Drew Brees, no disrespect to that man, but the MVP is a seasonal record. It is not a career record. That's called the Hall of Fame. Drew's going to that in the future. Pat Mahomes, there's just no other question. Number two, I wanted us to see us to go out and dominate today, and we did. Like, we did everything we were supposed to do going into the playoffs with that kind of momentum, with this kind of showing, is exactly what I wanted to see. And last but not least, all I'm going to say about defense is the best I think we can hope for is an opportunistic defense that gives up yards but takes the ball away. And that's exactly what we saw tonight. I don't care if we give up a 100-yard runner if they only score three points. That's my point. AFC, number one seed. Love it. Been waiting a long time. (laughs) Jason, thanks so much, man. I think we incorrectly said, I just want to clear up before it was 94. It actually was 97. So it's been about two decades since the top seed in the AFC. Let's go to uh, Ottawa, Kansas. Talk to Isaac. What's up, Isaac? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo. Oh, man, I... There's no better feeling than shutting the nasty, bad breath smelling, ugly Raiders fans up. That was perfect. That was beautiful. Uh, our, our defense came up to play tonight, and we're going to break the curse of since the uh, last MVP to win the Super Bowl was Kurt Warner in 94. Uh, I think this is our year. I think if uh, the defense comes to play like they did tonight, I think we're going to be all right. We left Arrowhead very happy tonight, so hopefully we keep it up. Good. Hey, drive carefully, man. We appreciate that phone call. Thanks, Isaac. That opens up a line for you, 576-7610. There's no reason right now, to, if you're a fan, to get worked up about what's going to happen in, in two It could weeks. be Andrew Luck coming into Arrowhead. It, it does, could, it could be Phil Rivers coming back. I think wait, It could be Lamar Jackson <laughs> in the best defense. Wait until you know who's coming, and then you could start to say, okay, how are we going to beat this team? I because right now you you that's the beauty of the bye week. You have a week to just chill and enjoy. Could be Blake Bortles. It could be or uh, Blake or not, Gabbard. I mean, excuse me, Blake not, Bla- not Blake Bortles. Yeah, Blake it, Gabbard. Yeah, it could be. It could. It could. And it could. You don't know. And so <laughs> enjoy the week. And then you, and then once you know the team as of next week, and that's when you start to figure out. Okay, how do we go out? How do we go about and, and knock this team off? No matter what, your quarterback will be there. That's what you know. Let's go to Josh in Arkansas. What's up, Josh? Hey, good evening, fellas. Yo. Good evening. Hey, great one tonight. Just want to congratulate all Chiefs fans across the nation. Quick question for you guys. Playoffs on the horizon, who do you feel like we match up with after tonight's win the best? Um, dreams of, of the three teams. Who do you want? Pete, do you want, and we're assuming the Colts win tonight. Do you want Andrew Luck and the Colts? No. Phil Rivers and the Chargers? Not really. Or Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? Who do you want? You got to pick one. I think of the three, you'd want the Chargers. I don't really want to see the Ravens again if I'm the Chiefs. And Andrew Luck, 
you at least you know you can beat Phil Rivers. You know, you have in the past. The Chargers, they finally got that win, but how many years did it take them to get that? You usually have the Chargers number. The Ravens were so close, and they left with a little bit of bad taste in their mouth, and some of their players were saying, we want to be back here, so on and so forth. And you just, I don't know. As a Chiefs fan, if if Andrew Luck was coming back in here, it, that would give me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> Is that the last team you want to see? I don't know if it's the last team you want to see, but I, I think, I like I said, of the three, give me another matchup with the Chargers. I mean, you split it. Let's have a rubber match. I think that's that's your best chance, just given, like I, like I said, the Ravens and Colts are just not teams. <laughs> I don't want to see either of those two. No. Uh, Josh, thanks for calling in, man. We got wide open phone lines. You want to jump in, you can. 576-7610. Straight ahead. We've got Travis Kelsey here from the Chiefs tight end coming up next. The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Big time players make big time plays. 610 Sports Radio. We'll go right back to the phones here in just a moment. At 576-7610, arrowheadpride.com, editor-in-chief Pete Sweeney. I'm Mike Wickett. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. He had the record for about half an hour. It was sweet when well it lasted. It was it was it was awesome. He broke Gronk's receiving record, mm-hmm. and then George Kittle <laughs> of the Niners of broke people. it. <laughs> uh, let's go to the locker room now and hear from the tight end. Here's Travis Kelsey after today's 35-31. I'm sorry, 35-3. Ugh. 35-3 31. win. Come on, come on, Mike. Week 17. Week 17. Read your piece of paper right, Wicket. Come on. <laughs> Uh, Travis Kelsey after the win over the Raiders. What does it mean for the, to get the record, but then also to, to secure the top spot in the AFC and win the division? Um, I mean, the individual accolades in this game alone are, uh, I don't know, I think are a bit overrated. It's uh, it's, it's an ultimate team game. you got 11 guys out there trying to trying to push for one goal, and um, sure enough, uh, we achieved that today as a team. So, I mean, I'm ecstatic to finally get a you know, home field advantage for the playoffs bring everyone to Arrowhead um, uh, first round by and you know it's um, that's what these fans deserve. Three straight division championships is that enough for this team? No obviously not it's uh, we've been we've been in this situation before um, and we've learned from it and we'll go out there and sure enough we'll make sure that uh, that we give these fans in this crowd and this city everything we got. What's it been like playing with Patrick this season? Um, it's been special I mean uh, he, the 1-5 is a different guy he's a uh, He's a special individual. Um, what he does for this team, his community, um, is unbelievable. And uh, it, it's, it, it sure has been a pleasure to play with him and, uh, and witness um, the greatness that he's been able to put out there on the field. What Today, he- like to get um, it's just I'm just appreciative of him, man, and uh, him, Coach Reed, um, the offensive staff, everyone on the offensive line, uh, all the receivers. I mean, like I said, this is the ultimate team game. So uh, it's just uh, for me to be able to um, be accountable uh, in the, up to that standard. Uh, it means uh, it just means a lot. For me. It means a lot to me. Your, your jersey's still hanging in your locker. Where do you want this particular arm to be when your career is done? Given um, what you accomplished today. Well, I mean, I might have had the record for about an hour, so I don't really know what I'm going to do with the record, with the jersey yet. I mean, I know George Kittle's over there in San Fran just uh, breathing down my neck. So I might have only had it for about an hour. Um, it was a fun hour uh, if, if I don't have it after that. But sure enough, I mean, it's uh, it's just uh, it's memorabilia. Next year I'll try and break whatever record is, uh, is in my way next year. So. Can you talk about the job that Tyreek Hill's done this year and, and, and his record that he broke and then the, long, the big play he had today? 
Oh man, they, he's he's full of big plays. Every single game, you got to be aware of it. Um, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have two or three chances to, to see him run as fast as downfield. And um, sure enough, we just uh, we just got to make sure that that uh, we do our job as as his teammates to to put him in the best situation to succeed. And um, I mean, he's proven year after year that uh, he's getting better and better. At, at playing the, the wide receiver position. And I mean, uh, the sky's the limit for him, for sure. Did you, I remember you being asked at your camp this summer by a bunch of kids how good you were going to be, and you said, I don't know. Did, 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 when did you realize that you guys had the makings of something very, very special, particularly on offense? Um, like I said, we've been in this position before. So I think it's, um, you know, uh, when you when you think of how good a team can be, it's uh, you got you got to feel in the locker room how guys react to adversity, how, how we finish games. And... Um, We've been able to to handle adversity, whether it's a, a loss uh, to a very good team, a, a loss that we don't think we should have um, had during the season, or, or a, a, something that happens during the game. You know, I think we've uh, been able to handle ourselves very well in those situations, and sure enough, uh, I think it's it's going to pan out for us in the best. How would you describe the happy for each other um we knocked another goal off the off the list we checked it checked it off but at the same time you know we're um we got our eyes set on something um, way bigger than this what makes this team different um, we've been able to uh to finish games a lot better um, we've been able to find ways to win um when uh, arguably we've been counted out and i just think that uh all in all, what we've, what we've handled in the past in terms of uh, ending the season short, I think we've learned from it. We've got a lot of guys that are uh, still building to make that uh, make that a change this year. That is Travis Kelsey, tight end for your Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and while he was doing that interview, George Kittle broke his record. <laughs> so. Yeah, the good, th- the good thing, I think, when it comes to that is is he, he always will say, he doesn't care about the individual accolades, and and I believe it. I mean, I think at the end of the day, these guys are all going to go down as really good players in the history of the NFL, but you can't replace a Super Bowl. Like, that to me is what matters. Mm-hmm. You could have all the record. Uh, the, you, you know, you even see it with when people are talking about whether quarterbacks should go to the Hall of Fame or head coaches and whatnot. It always comes down to championships. Until you get to championship, these individual things, they don't matter. And so the idea behind that is all these guys are focused on what they call and it is a little bit of coach speak, a little player speak, the ultimate goal. But some of that is real. Uh, well, next player you'll hear from is Chris Jones. We're getting that one ready for you from the defensive side of the ball. As the Chiefs win, but we go back to the phones, 576-7610. Want to hear from you? We go to Brandon in Peculiar. What's up, Brandon? Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Congrats. You having a good night? Oh, having a great night. Everyone's having a great night in Kansas City. Look <laughs> what just happened. Three years in a row. Right. Are, you, are you kidding me? You know, growing up as a Chiefs fan, that kind of stuff didn't happen. But real quick, how about Ward in this corner play? He played great tonight. He played great tonight, I thought. Would, I, you, would you classify Traverius Ward's play tonight as great? <laughs> I think it was good. I think he looked a little bit sharper at the beginning of the game. Hard to get a really, a, I think, a feel for the entire team in the second half because it felt like such a different half than the first. I think he showed some promising signs of the fact that he could be better than Orlando Skandrick. And again, I, 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 it, it is a fault of my own where I was on the show at, you know, last week finding out live that Andy Reid had decided to make this change in week 16. That is a little late, but at, <laughs> but at, at the same time, as you're seeing Ward out there, it, it might have been the right move. 
Uh, and and I mean, the competition there, because of the way things kind of worked out this year, is not great. I mean, Orlando Skandrick might have been better earlier in his career. He's just not the same player anymore. So the competition isn't great. And so you, you look at what Traverius is doing, and, and hey, it's working. It's working, and I think they'll move forward with him as a number three guy. Brandon, thanks, man. Have a great night tonight, man. We appreciate you calling. Trevor, who is listening to us in Houston, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, guys. How you guys doing? All right. How's it going? Good. Uh, I just want to say, first off, how about them Chiefs? Right. It's an amazing feeling as a Chiefs fan. Second off, I love the way Kelsey answered all those questions. It was great. I just think that's kind of how this team is. No one's really playing for themselves. It's all a team thing. And then third off, you guys were talking about who you would want to see in the playoffs. And personally, I wouldn't want to see the Chargers just because, you know, we almost dropped that first game to them if some of the Chargers players could catch the ball. You know, that could have been a different outcome. I uh, personally think that playing the Ravens would be better off. I know they've got a great defense, but, it's, again, it's a, it's a young and experienced quarterback who I think that, you know, we might be able to take advantage of. Uh, see, I, it's, that, it's that Ravens defense that can just – they can get to a quarterback, <laughs> they can cover, they this can is, slow you down. Like This I is I, why I keep advising you to just enjoy it because there's not going to be a matchup with any team here yeah. I think that you're going to feel 100% comfortable with. I want the Titans, actually, but I don't think they win tonight. I want – I mean, Luck's already got them down to the 12 or whatever. Uh, I, I want the Titans. Even if the, the Titans were able to get out of tonight. Yeah, I don't see them beating the Houston Texans. In my opinion, <laughs> you know, you're going to see either the Ravens or the Chargers and maybe the Colts. Um, and and you're trying not to pick that right now. It <laughs> It's like, what do you want to eat for dinner? This piece of garbage, this piece of garbage, or, you know, this piece of garbage. Because no, you're not going to like any of them. There's no delicious <laughs> choice in eating garbage. Because you don't want Rivers to come in and do what he did already. Mm-mm. You don't want no. luck to do what don't he's even, done to you before. That's what I'm saying. De- delay the pain. <laughs> Two of these quarterbacks are going to get knocked out by themselves as it is, which is good. And then you wonder, you find out who you're playing, and you go from there. Let's talk to Matthew, who's listening to us in Norfolk. What's up, Matthew? Thanks for calling, man. Matthew. Matthew, we didn't Matt. we didn't even get to know him. <sighs> See you later. I mean, it felt like it was Kelsey's tight end record. We didn't even get to know it very much. It became, became Kittles. Barely knew you. All right. Is it uh, M.U. Dog? What up, M.U. Dog? Moo Dog. Hey, gentlemen, thanks for uh, putting on a great show. Hey, I just wanted to say you're talking about who do you want to face, who do the Chiefs want to face, who we're afraid of. When it comes to the playoffs, it really doesn't matter who we play. You want to play the best of the best. Whoever made the playoffs are the best of the best. I don't care if it's the Chargers. I don't care if it's the Ravens. We are putting our best against their best and made a better team win at the end of the day. Do we want the Chiefs to win? Do we think they are better? Yes, we're going to be biased. It depends on how we play that day. The attitude that the Chiefs come out with, not only on offense, we know they'll do their job. The question has always been, is it going to be the defense? Who's going to show up? Are we going to be calling for Bob Sutton's head at the end of the day? Yes. The son of a gun should be fired yeah. at the end of the season no matter what. These individual players have to come together as a team and go for the goal of the Super Bowl. It's not the next level. It's not, hey, let's win one more game, get a playoff victory. We want a Super Bowl this freaking year. I want a Super Bowl <laughs> in my lifetime. That's what it's about. 
the better team will win. The Chiefs have to come to it, and the fruition and everything else will be all good. Can you imagine how it's going to be in Kansas City when we have a sea of red? Royals blue two years ago won't hold a candlestick to what the Chiefs bring on a Super Bowl freaking party in Kansas City. And that's enough. And you dog out. Oh, my God. I'm surprised he didn't curse on the air. We don't need to take another call. I like All that right. guy. They got to get that last call. They yeah. have, they got to get that guy in the Chiefs locker room before right. the first playoff game. I, I, I don't think those work anymore. <laughs> no, we need. I mean, that. Ray Lewis was doing it for a long time, and we heard people being like, "Eh, well, we kind of tuned him out." We got to get Mu Dog got, in the huddle. Maybe get him here prior <laughs> yeah. to going on for right. the Arrowhead Pride tailgate. Man, Mu Dog before fired we go up. on. I'm ready to run through a glass wall, brick wall. Play that glass wall. You're, you, it'd be a lot brick easier. wall would be safer. You you could probably run through a glass wall. I don't know if you could run through a brick wall. I mean, Mike, he could try. Let though. me try. Right. I mean, let him try. Yeah, sure, it'd be, it'd be sure. funny for us. What the hell? Make sure we're Facebook living yeah, that. Yeah, it'll be hilarious <laughs> for us. We can just sit back with beers and just watch them attempt. Pete, try again. We need a helmet. We <laughs> got a lot of we got a lot of brick on the outside of the building, so we'll get you a Chiefs helmet. How's that? Fantastic. We should get him some shoulder pads, too, for us. We'll get you a Syracuse orange helmet. How's that? That'd be even better. <laughs> Let's go talk to Rob, who's called in from Leavenworth. What's up, Rob? Okay, gentlemen. So, I just, you know, the, the, two, uh, the 1993 Joe Montana Chiefs knocked out in Buffalo. Heartbreaking, heart-wrenching. The 95 Steve Bono led Lynn Elliott missed field goals where Little-known backup quarterback Jim Harbaugh broke our hearts in Kansas City. Uh, in 97, we lost 13-3, and lost to the Denver Broncos because, God bless Marty Schottenheimer, thought it would be a good idea to start Elvis Gerbach when we had the hot hand in Rich Cannon. Mm-hmm. We go to 3 we couldn't get a first down against Indianapolis. But none of that's got, none of this has got to do with that. Our defense sucks, but I'm telling you right now, there's something there. They can lock it down somehow, some way, get through this divisional game because I think it's going to be the rough one, regardless of who we play. <laughs> I'm not afraid of the Patriots coming to the Kansas City, gentlemen. That would, yeah, that wouldn't happen until the AFC title game, which, which is a good thing, I think. Uh, the, the major good news is. Every team is coming to Arrowhead as long as you're winning. Uh, seven nothing Colts, by the way. Andrew Luck just threw a strike. They went down. They marched down like ninety yards in Colts, six and a half minutes. I mean, I, this is going to go on record. We put this on a podcast channel. The Colts are not not going to lose this game tonight. I agree. With I you. just don't think. I agree with you. Yeah, I just. Play this, you can play this back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, make sure. Hey, Chris, make sure we cut that part up for when Pete's on later this week. If yeah. the Titans come back and win this game, <laughs> they, they are. They are. What's I, up, Donnie? I, I feel safe about that. Donnie, you're hey, on 610. What's up, hey, Donnie? Donnie. Donnie. Oh, great. Love my Chiefs. The Chiefs belong to Kansas City, and Kansas City, we belong to you, Chiefs. Um, I just got a couple things, and I'll, let, I'll just listen to you on the, on, the, uh, on the radio, okay? All right. All right. Uh, first off, I just want to say um, I heard anybody talk about this, so I think the Chiefs' offense has kind of gone undercover, okay? Uh, they know they're in. I, I think they got a plan, and I, I don't mm-hmm. think they want anybody getting more tape. I think they got some surprises for it. All right. That's not a bad thought. Andy Reid has been known, I mean, especially in the preseason, for what it's worth, to hold things yeah. back. And so you're right. I mean, if he – if and there, there, there's some thought behind that, too, because last week, you know, when they're making those changes, they kind of had in the back of their mind that they had the Raiders game here. So, yeah, it's not a, not a bad point, not a bad thought. I mean, we haven't seen the motions and things like that that he was coming off early in the year, and 
that's that's my thought there. And uh, the other thought is okay is to me I'm thinking three of our losses that we've had today have been have been on uh, defensive penalties on last drives. Okay, uh, the penalties are our worst enemy. They did a great job today, and and I think uh, if we eliminate defensive penalties. We eliminate the the biggest weakness on our team. I, I don't disagree with that, Donnie, and thank you for the phone call. I just think that, again, I, I, I know we're trying to stay as positive as we can tonight, but it was the Raider game. You I, know, like it, it just. My, my message, I'm going to say it quickly here again, yeah. it was that I think this game, I said it before the game, I, I think this game, the defense is going to play well enough to give a lot of people false hope because the Raiders are the low of the low. The AFC playoffs. To the last caller's point, Donnie, was that uh, is that in the playoffs the marginal is going to be so small ah, the mar- yeah. the margin is going to be so small yeah the penalties can't happen the defense is going to have to play a lot better than it has before this game when it wasn't the Oakland Raiders and again the offense is going to have to be clicking a little bit more on all cylinders like it was earlier in the season that all can happen though too I mean the Chiefs did have a bye a couple of years back and ended up losing the Pittsburgh Steelers but seeing Andy Reid lose after a bye in his tenure as a head coach in the National Football League that's super rare the teams so I mean he can start preparing now for these teams tonight tomorrow night and start to really get a plan and that's a week ahead of everybody else and then they then what Reed has is an additional game you know to look at next week of whoever this opponent is if you're a Chiefs fan you got to be feeling confident for all those reasons plus you have Pat and Pat changes the game I don't know if you've ever seen the show uh, Breaking Bad. I'll try not to spoil it for people who haven't seen it. It's I fantastic. I've never seen an episode. But basically, the main character goes from this guy who's a little bit passive to really an aggressive, you know, drug overlord. Okay. And there's a scene that he goes, you know, now instead of the one that, you know, people are knocking at the door, I'm the one who knocks. When you have Pat Mahomes, you're the aggressor. You're the person you want to beat. He is the Walter White, you know, of like the third and fourth seasons. Like, that's the position you're in now because you have a gunslinger and you got the best player in the National Football League. Like a LeBron James, like a Michael Jordan, like a Kobe Bryant, when you have the best player, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, in the league, you're going to have a chance to win the Super Bowl as long as you make the dance. And the Chiefs are in the best possible position they can be. That's why you can't count them out this year. Should I start watching Breaking Bad? It's fantastic. That won't ruin it for you. It's it's a fantastic oh, I, program. I I I'm not like I have like 800 shows to watch. I should add that to my list. That to me, I mean, I watch a ton of shows too, and now half the shows I watch, I don't even enjoy because my girlfriend makes me watch them. Oh god! And so, <laughs> but Breaking Bad is, in my opinion, the best show that I've ever watched from start to finish. How many seasons? I think it's like six. Oh man, a lot of work. Whole lot of work. Coming up next, defensive lineman Chris Jones. We'll go back inside that uh, Chiefs locker room also. Uh, You'll hear from Anthony Sherman, who had one of the biggest plays of that opening drive. You'll hear from more of your Kansas City Chiefs. We got time. If you want to sneak in a phone call, we're out of here at 8 o'clock. You got to get in right now, 576-7610, 576-7610, or text us at 69306. The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Big-time players make big-time plays. 610 Sports Radio. We'll squeeze in a few more phone calls. You want to jump in here on the 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show? You can. 576-7610. Be our last call of the night. We'd love to have you. We're out of here at 8. Pete Sweeney, Mike Wickett. Coming up, uh, we're going to hear from Chris Jones here in just a second, but we have the 2019 NFL draft order set for oh. those teams that will not be experiencing postseason magic. And also... Uh, so where will Joey Bosa's brother go? 
and also some some coaching uh, changes. Yeah, we got a couple here. Todd Bowles has been let go by the uh, New York Jets. Dirk Cutter is out in Tampa Bay. So with it being Sunday uh, night now, Sunday afternoon, uh, Black Monday is already starting to be uh, upon us here. That's the unfortunate part of the National Football League. We don't even wait till Black Monday anymore. We just Sunday night, right? Like that's over, or is that because it's New it's Year's? Just like it's just like Black Friday. You know, it's, and people are lining up on Thanksgiving night <laughs> to fire their coaches. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, let's go to that locker room and hear from defensive lineman Chris Jones right here on Six Ten Sports Radio after a Chiefs victory over the Oakland Raiders. Chris, Chris uh, row. how's it feel? Oh, man, it's wonderful. We finally get a break, man. That is well needed. Big win. Big win. We put up three points, huh? Talk about this. Feel good about it. Talk about this defense, man, coming out, performing the way it did today, man. Man, hell of a game to those guys, man. I know I'm talking to third person, but hell of a game, man. Three points, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. Thanks to Bob, you know, we had the scheme ready, players ready. We knew we get a bye after this. So, you know, I think it's more so everybody is ready to get to get home. Oh man, um, we know what we're capable of. Um, we kind of fell short on the, the last two past games, so we know we had to make a statement this game. Yeah, Chris, what was the week like coming off those games, knowing that you guys could play better? It was, it was tough. It was tough because of games we know we should have won. We had a chance to win, and we, we put that on the defense since we lose. So, you know, it was tough for us. But we knew that we had to bounce back. How important was it for you guys to get home field so you could get that week off? Because there's a lot of guys with nicks and bruises and everything. It's more so important to get the home field advantage to make sure we host the playoff um, throughout. Those are the main, main focus. Instead of getting the battle, it was the main focus to make sure we stay in arrowhead. Chris, I guess you've, you've gone into a playoff run before. Uh, what's the feeling like? What's the sense that you get that this team is ready for what is going to happen? Uh, you know, preparation. You know, preparation. Everybody's still zoned in. still locked in. We know what's ahead of us. So, you know, preparation is the key. Does this one feel, does this feel different than years past? Um, we're trying to make it different than years past. We want to go past the first game. Uh, couple years back, we were scouting in the same position, and uh, we ended up falling, falling down to the Pittsburgh Steelers, so this time we're trying, we're trying to make a change. Chris, have you been in an NFL stadium where fans are chanting MVP during the game? No, this was my first time, man. Pat Mahomes is amazing. We had all kind of records uh, set and broke tonight. You know, Pat Mahomes, um, Travis Kelsey, um, Tyreek Hill. Our offense is very explosive, so, you know, uh, Pat Mahomes has had an outstanding year. For a guy that played his first year in the league, you know, um, and I was standing here, so I, he definitely got my vote. Do you, do you ever think you'd see something like this? You know, a guy 50 touchdowns at 5,000 yards? Never, never. You know, uh, not at this day and age, but Pat Mahomes is a different breed. What's it, how much pride do you take it in you guys being able to get all those turnovers and score early to kind of set the foundation for, for what Patrick and the offense was able to do? First off, we should have had two scores on defense. Reggie kind of ran out of gas at the five. But, uh, you know, that's what we harp on. We talked about it all week. we got to create turnovers, put our offense in good situations so they can score and, you know, came out and executed. Did you guys Chris- anything in front of Chris Jones talking with the media. I love the line. Pat Mahomes is a different breed. I'm upset that the sack streak ended. It stinks, man. We were right at a dozen. He could have carried it into next year, and unfortunately, it ends at 11. He was the only record that he really, uh, of the ones we talked about in the pregame show, didn't break. You had, of course, uh, Mahomes eclipsing 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. 
Tyreek Hill as your single-season receiving leader, surpassing uh, Derek Alexander. Who tweeted, by the way, congrats out yeah. to the Cheetah. Pretty the cool. Torch. And uh, Tyreek Hill tweeted back, much respect to the GOAT, which was nice. Uh, always good to see current players passing along respect to guys who have come before them. And then Travis Kelsey for all, but what, 28, 29 minutes had <laughs> the tight end record uh, for NFL history. But that has gone now to San Francisco's. George Kittle. Let's go to the phones and take our last call of the night. Brought to you by Lucas Wine and Spirits Superstore with their newest location. Now open just west of Liberty at 152 in Flintlock next to Best Buy. I think this is appropriate. We go to Showtime on 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Showtime? Hey, Pete. Uh, Arrowhead Pride, especially all the listeners and all the Chiefs Nation and the players in the locker room, the coaches, congratulations. Three time, three time, <laughs> three time AFC West division champions, but that's not enough. I know everybody out there is hungry. All the fans, the players, it's time to get more. Let's eat. We got Patrick Mahomes. Congratulations to TK, Travis Kelsey, the Cheetah, and all the records they had. Let's get more. Let's go through the AFC West. Let's get the championship. Let's get that Super Bowl. Go Chiefs! Good way to end it there with Showtime. I always enjoy a good WWE promo. I think we got two tonight. That the first one before with the angry, angry listener, and then Showtime coming. coming MU, MU Dog MU, was fired up. MU Dog. That's always the ones with the nicknames. We had MU Dog, and then Showtime with the three-time, three-time, three-time well, AFC they, West champion. Built up persona, you know. I love that. <laughs> hey, the more, the more of that, the better. Hey, let me ask you a quick question before we go back to the locker room, real quick. Uh, Mahomes should be your MVP. Baker Mayfield should be your Rookie of the Year. Does Andy Reid get any love for Coach of the Year? Probably should. I don't think anyone ever expected this out of Mahomes so quickly. I think probably goes to a Matt Nagy, I would guess, right? I you mean, would think first-year coach, and that team was garbage last year. Right, which is another Andy Reid assistant. He should get he should get some love for it, but there are cases, unlike with MVP, there are cases for other guys in the league for sure, I think, this year. I, I think still though you you could give Andy Reid some love. Man. I think I think he could deserve. I think he without a doubt deserves consideration. Like for me, you know, I look at the MVP award. It's Pat, and there's not even any, anyone else. Andy Reid deserves to be in the conversation. At least you can have a conversation about it. MVP, you can't. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And Showtime, thanks, man. Your last call, last call every week, brought to you by Lucas Wine and Spirit Superstore with their newest location now open just west of Liberty at 152 and Flintlock next to Best Buy. Back to the locker room. Big play in that first quarter on that first drive was made by fullback Anthony Sherman. Pro Bowler Anthony Sherman, and he had a chance to talk with the media. Nice to see a dominant performance from the offense and from the defense in this game. How good is it to get a win? It felt like you guys really needed a win. Yeah, I mean, we needed a win. We knew we could control our own destiny with that win. So, you know, we we had a purpose, and it was, was, you know, like a playoff game. You know, when you can play in front of this crowd for, you know, seeable future with the playoffs, it's it's an advantage. So, I mean, we definitely wanted that, and we needed it. You're a part of history. It's the first time that the Chiefs have won back-to-back-to-back AFC West titles, and then also the first time that you guys have been a number one seed since the current playoff format in 2002. How cool is that? I mean, it's awesome. You know, when you start out in in OTAs and and you set these goals, and that's what you set. The first one is is to win the uh, AFC West and then get the number one seed and home field advantage. So we've done those two, and now the next one is the Super Bowl. So let's go get it. To know that the the Super Bowl goes through Arrowhead, how does that feel? How does that sound? Awesome. We hope these fans are ready for it. 
perfect. Thank you so much, sir. No problem. Right, Actually, you. You've been here a really long time. Just to think about that, the Super Bowl goes through Arrowhead Stadium all your time here. What does that mean to you? It's all, I mean, that's, that's what we, like I said, that's, you know, we set our goal. Is that, that's one of them. And for us to accomplish that goal is just a testament to this team and the way we work day in and day out and the guys and the leaders in this team that, that held everyone accountable through this little, this tough spatch right here. We've, we've been tested, so it'll be fun in the playoffs knowing we've been tested and we can win tough games. How motivating is the success that this team has had this season going into the playoffs now, whether it's record broken or just overall finishing 12-4 sounds pretty nice. The new season starts now. Everyone's 0-0, zero, zero, zero. so it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun fun road, and we got to take a little break here and get some time off, get off our feet, and then uh, we'll, we'll hit it hard and we'll see who our opponent is. Anthony, you know the, the history of this. Sounds like loud noises. Just sounds like eventually loud noises. They're from the rest of that locker room. Anytime that you get new merch, especially when you've earned it like they have, I mean, you are just wearing it. You're probably nowadays, everyone has a cell phone, taking pictures, social media, obviously a party. The guys deserve it for what they were able to accomplish. The city deserves it. The organization deserves it. This this doesn't happen a lot. Like we said earlier, this is the last time that they were the number one seed in the AFC was 1997. So you enjoy it for a night or two. Andy Reid is real good about this and getting the guys back to work, and it'll probably be like light workouts, I assume, this week. Um, I'm not sure how much time he'll get he'll give off. This is this is kind of new ground um, mm-hmm. a little bit in, in the past few years, so you wonder what the workout schedule. Probably a little lighter this week, but uh, then it's back to the grind next week. You got two wins to go, and then and then you can figure out how to how you're uh, going to handle Atlanta. What's it like to catch number fifty from Patrick Mahomes? Let's hear from Demarcus Robinson. Head into a game like this to think about catching a record touchdown like that or, or getting him over 5,000 yards, does, does the significance sink into you? Uh, I didn't even know he got over 5,000 yards. I was just playing ball and um, uh, he just made a great throw to me and I ended up in the end zone with it. What do you do with that football? I gave it to him. I let him keep it. Why him, not you? Uh, I guess I left it on the ground. He kind of thought about it before me. so <laughs> I was like, okay, you can keep it. From the snap, can you just walk us through what you saw on your end of that? I seen the safety kind of low, so I was going to um, break it in, but I seen the, the safety kind of low, so I was like, I'm going to just try to take it over the top. You had to fight for it, too. Yeah, I did, and he kind of found me. He kind of found me as he was um, looking for me in the middle of the field, but the safety was kind of low, so he seen me going over top with my hand raised, and he gave me a good ball. And I mean, when you around. think good, turned around? Oh, yeah, I turned around let everybody know I was getting in the end zone. <laughs> when you think about it, playing for a quarterback with 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards, second time in NFL history, do you feel lucky? Do you feel – how do you feel? Oh, yeah, we're definitely lucky to have a, um, a guy just as great as him. But I mean, as great as he is. But uh, we just got to keep coming out. It's a team effort. Um, he can't do that without the O-line, without the receivers. So, man, we just go out every day and um, try to compete and make it easier on him. What's it like clinching all That's Demarcus Robinson speaking to the media after the uh, the 50th touchdown catch and going over 5,000 yards. There's been only one other guy that's done that in a single season. It's, one guy in the history of the NFL. It's so funny. A lot of guys will always say, you know, I didn't really know that it was the 5,000 yards or the 50th touchdown, so on and so forth. I believe DeMarcus Robinson. I believe he really had no idea. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure he didn't know what was going on. That felt on. genuine. I, it really felt like he had no clue. And then with the comment about he was just was the f- first person to pick up the ball. That ball, of course, belongs to Patrick Mahomes, DeMarcus. Right, yeah. That's like DeMarcus Robinson's fifth touchdown catch. Yeah, I think you're all set, D-Rob. You'll, you'll get yeah, some other balls. You, you may. That guy might find you again sometime in the end.
Hey, uh, it has been a fun regular season. Thanks mm-hmm. to everybody who has been listening to us. 16 up, 16 down. Can't believe it. I feel, And, and we did four preseasons. That's right, 20 up, 20 we down. We have done 20 shows so far. It's gone like that. Right, Chris, our producer? It's just been flawless, right? No problem. Nothing. He's kind of picking. time flies when you're having fun, right, Chris? Right, Chris. When you're just hanging out with us, especially those. I, late- wouldn't, I wouldn't call it flawless, but you know, <laughs> wasn't it's real. Going. Wasn't fun. Wasn't real fun. Yeah, it's been it's, going for 20 weeks. It has been, and we will do it again. Thanks so much to everybody who has been down at uh, Arrowhead working for us, and the guys back here behind the scenes. Our producer Chris has been with us every step of the way. Pete, it's been fun, man. It's been fun, and it couldn't have ended with any better feat. Top seed in the AFC, and we're going to keep it rolling for the playoffs. We'll be uh, joining you again in two weeks. Two weeks for the AFC Divisional Round. Uh, But, of course, nonstop Chiefs coverage for the next two weeks here on 610 Sports Radio and at ArrowheadPride.com. For Pete Sweeney and for Chris Powell, our producer, I'm Mike Wicked. Thanks so much for listening. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, AFC West Champs. 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show on 610 Sports Radio. Coverage continues with articles, pictures, video, and interviews on arrowheadpride.com and 610sports.com. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.